A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I am going to give you three mindset hacks that will help you to be better in competition this weekend or this month or whenever your next competition is. Three quick shifts that you can make mentally that will allow you to walk out there feeling confident. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hi, everybody. I'm Coach Rebecca Smith, and I help young athletes build lasting confidence, overcome fear, and learn to trust themselves. And today I'm going to give you three hacks for a champion mindset. So those of you who have athletes who are going into the postseason, I know there are quite a few of you, I'm talking to lots of you who are gearing up for those state meets and gymnastics. You know, Worlds is coming up for figure skating. There are a lot of sort of end of season, big competitions happening right now. So I wanted to give you three quick suggestions on how to unlock your inner champion so you can go out and kill it. So now let's get started. Number one is to know that you are ready. And it's one thing to put in the time and go to practice and do the skills and hit the routines and land those jumps and hit those programs and do do it over and over and over. It's another to believe that you're truly ready. So one really quick way that you can just sort of like boost your confidence going into competition is to write down a list of reasons why you are prepared, reasons why you are capable of success. So you can grab a piece of paper and just jot down reasons why I'm ready, you know, and it'll be like, I have done 1 million practice runs. I did great last week. Two weeks ago, I did it under pressure. So just start to write down, you know, I would say at least 10 reasons why you are prepared. So if you get in there and you're like, I'm starting to doubt myself, am I ready? You can pull that little list out of your bag and go, oh yeah, that's right. I'm ready. Okay. So number one, know that you're ready. And you know what? You're as ready as you're going to be. So you're ready, right? Like you put in the work and now you can trust that you're ready. Okay. Then number two, so you know that you're ready. Number two is know your obstacles. So this one's a little like, you know, I work with athletes who are getting ready for competition and I'm like, tell me what are your obstacles? What are the, what could possibly get in the way of your success? And they're like, I don't want to think about the obstacles. I just want to think about, I'm just going to go out there and it's going to be good. And then I'm going to go home and it'll be great. 
Like, no, you got to know your obstacles. You have to know what could possibly pop up in your way and prevent you from being successful. So I'm going to have you write another list. And of course, you can always replay this. I know I'm going through this really fast, but um, I want you to write another list of three to four things that either have gotten in your way in the past or could get in your way or have gotten in the way of others' success and competition. So you just write down what are those big three or four obstacles? Now, I think of this like, like I, I use a lot of map analogies. I don't know why, but it just like, it makes sense to me that you're sort of plotting along and you're going for your goal. And maybe your goal is to qualify for regionals or nationals. Maybe your goal is a certain score and you have your little map and you're cruising along. And you're like, okay, event number one down. Great. C- keep going. But if you, you know, like if you're driving in a real car and you hit a roadblock, like, then what? What do you do? You give up, you go home, you're like, oops, oh, well, can't do it. No, you get out your map and you find a different route and you go around it or you go over it or you go under it or, you know, you go a different way. So if you set out on your journey and you don't have your map, you don't know which way to go. And then you hit a roadblock of like, I'm sitting here on vault for 45 minutes because something's going on and the meat is delayed. And now I'm really stressed and I feel cold and I don't know what to do. I want to avoid that situation. So if you know that a delay can create a lot of stress for you, then you come up with a solution. Okay. So for each of those four, three or four obstacles, you know, maybe it's not getting enough sleep. Maybe it's getting distracted because your old coach is there. Maybe you think about what are those possible things that could pop up? For example, Michael Phelps, the swimmer, he was, he, his were like, my goggles fill up with water, my suit rips. You know, he had all this whole list of things that could go wrong. And then what did he do? Did he go, I hope my suit doesn't rip and I hope my goggles don't fill up? No, he had a plan. So he actually practiced with his goggles full of water. And so then in the Olympics, when his goggles filled up with water and he was essentially blinded and couldn't see, he already knew how to count strokes and he just kept at it and he won the gold. So you want to know your obstacles and you want to plan for them. So you write down your three to four obstacles. And then for each of those, you're going to write three potential solutions. Now you might be thinking, well, how many solutions are there for filled up goggles? I can tell you there are probably infinite solutions for filled up goggles. There are infinite solutions for not enough sleep. There are infinite solutions for there's a delay. But we're so conditioned as humans to think problem, problem, problem. We don't think about the solution. So this exercise is as much about finding a plan as it is conditioning you to get more creative. If something pops up, you want to be like, okay, let's find three solutions right away so that then there's nothing that can really shake you. So let's say, for example, your obstacle is if I don't get enough sleep, I won't do very well. Okay, come up with three solutions. Number one, go to bed early. So we want to prevent the obstacle, you know, so Michael Phelps with his goggles. He might prevent the obstacle by making sure that he has double, triple, quadruple checked his goggles. Okay. Then you want to sort of help the situation if it does happen. So if you're laying there and you're like, I am not falling asleep and I'm stressed out, you might have a go-to guided um, visualization on sleep that you can listen to that allows you to relax and cozies you into your your pre-competition sleep. Okay. And Michael would know all right, if my goggles start to get funky, I am going to start counting strokes or I'm just going to continue with what I'm doing. If they start to fill up, it's like in the moment, if it's happening, this is what I'll do. And then your third solution, I usually like to have one around recovering. So let's say 
you did not get a good night's sleep. It was a bad night's sleep. You are tired. You have an early session and daylight savings happened and it's just like all the things are bad. Then you might remember all those times when you had an early Saturday practice and you were tired and you did fine. You know, that's when you go back to that list of successes and you go, okay, yeah, no, I can do okay. Even if I don't get enough sleep, even though I've tried, I can still do all right. You know, and and Michael, he knew if he lost his goggles, he'd just count his strokes and he'd go for it. So that's, I want you to have three solutions for each of those obstacles so that you can go in on competition day and go, bring it on distracting teammates, bring it on old coach with a bad attitude. I'm going to talk to my friend or I'm going to visualize, or I'm going to take a potty break if I can, just to avoid, you know, or I'm going to talk to them, or I'm going to dance around, or I'm going to sing a song. I mean, you can literally do anything. And if you're like, yeah, I have five backup plans for if this happens, then you go in and you feel good. Okay. So those are the first two, knowing that you're ready, having proof, bring it with you if you need to know your obstacles, have a plan. And then number three, this is the big one. This is the one that works the very best is to trust yourself. Easy, right? Doesn't that sound so wonderful? This is about letting it happen. If you know that you have prepared and you know that you can get through anything because you are creative and you have a plan and you can come up with more plans if you need them. then that last one is just to let go and trust yourself. And this, this means that you're letting go of expectations. You're taking the focus off trying to be perfect. You are not doing math in between events of how much am I going to have to get to get to this score? And you're just letting it happen and you're being present. So you're in your body. You're not up in your head thinking and trying and pushing and forcing. You're just in your body, letting it happen. That is the the best possible strategy that I use with my top, with my world champion athletes, you know, with my Olympians, with my NCAA athletes. That is the number one thing that they arrive at when they unlock their best, their best performances. It's self-trust. So that is the final, the the final hack. And oh my gosh, if you learn this one in sport, you'll be unstoppable in life. And so I actually have a free training that we're doing this week. That's all about unlocking your champion mindset. So if you're like, yes, coach Rebecca, I want more. I want to be really, really ready. Then check out the training. Uh, We have tons of different times that we're going to be doing this week. The link is completeperformancecoaching.com slash register, and it's all about developing your champion mindset. And it gives you the full five-step formula for unlocking your personal champion mindset and talk about how to start trusting yourself. There's There's an exercise in there that is my very, very, very favorite trust exercise that will show you if you are trustworthy or not. You know, if you're, if you're behaving in a way with yourself that will allow you to trust you, just check it out. Then you'll know what I'm talking about. So again, it's completeperformancecoaching.com slash register. Would love, love, love to have you there this week. And then I will see you again soon. Good luck with your meets this weekend, this month. Keep me posted. I would love to see your videos and your successes. And if any of this helped you, please feel free to forward it to a friend, post it to your wall. I want everybody to go out in competition and feel great. All right. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the perform happy podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence and finding your flow. 
I'm Coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.